halls, get out the holly, count all the partridges, gather all the ingredients for figgy pudding. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas from The Lisa Show. Woohoo! Merry Christmas. <laughs> we wanted to give you a special gift this holiday season. So this is a special episode of the show. This episode has everything. Treat ideas, time savers, Christmas deals and hacks, tales of glories of Christmases long, long ago, chocked full of them. So many. But most importantly, this episode has McKay Menden and Becca Hurley, producers of The Lisa Show, with us here today. Welcome. Hello. Thanks. It's great to be here. Well, we are excited about the holidays and also the show and the things that we've done. And I thought this would be a really great opportunity to pull back the curtain a little bit, get to know the producers of The Lisa Show. And um, we're going to start off with the fun stuff, and then we're going to get into the controversial issues of the holidays. Lisa, no. We talked about that. Exactly. Okay, so I just want to start off with kind of a little bit of a story time because everybody loves a good story around the holidays of your favorite holiday tradition or a time where, you know, you experienced the real magic or spirit of Christmas. I know, it's a big one. The real <laughs> yes, spirit or the magic of Christmas. Oh my where you goodness. Felt it, where you felt that spark. It was there. Okay. I can start. So uh, I don't remember when we did this for the first time. It was sort of a tradition that came about spontaneously. And then we just repeated it every year. Uh, But we were setting up the tree, which takes hours, not because we have a really nice tree, but like (laughs) we have to figure out there's always a few ornaments that have broken in the box. And the ornaments are everything from, oh, this little thing that's covered in dried pasta that someone made in (laughs) kindergarten. And that's the kind of tree we have. It's just a huge hodgepodge. And uh, after we had the whole thing set up, we turned off all the lights before we turned on the Christmas tree and we were playing our favorite CD which is Mannheim Steamroller the 1984 album Um, don't need that new stuff no thank you Uh, (laughs) but I think I think it had happened organically the first time where we had actually reached the end of the CD and the last track is Silent Night where they're going it's like it's it's beautiful Aww. and it's peaceful and so even though like we're these super hyperactive all over the walls uh, kids we had turned off the lights so that we could see the Christmas tree that music was playing and we just sat down mesmerized by the tree and we just stared at it for the rest of the track and now we do it every Christmas Aww. and depending on how old the kids are sometimes it's more peaceful than other times but still like that to me is the is the magic Christmas season is initiated when we've done that. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, so fun. For me, so my childhood's kind of been all over the place. I, I grew up in Detroit and in Brazil um, and then in Arizona. And so when we moved to Arizona, I was like 10 years old. And something that became a tradition for us was we're around a lot of extended family. And so Christmas Eve, we'll get together, we'll do dinner, we'll do PJs, whatever, and then kind of once the individual families decide to disperse, go back to their own homes for the Christmas Eve, my siblings and I always make the mandatory sibling trip to QT, to Quick Trip. (laughs) Um, Oh, to Quick Trip. I love that. Yeah, which I don't know. I don't know how prevalent it is in the States. I know it's in Texas and in Georgia and Arizona, but yeah, Arizona, it's the staple. So we go and we buy a bunch of soda and chips. And I mean, when we were... Ten-year-olds, it was maybe a little bit more charming. Now that we're all in our twenties, it's like 
<laughs> just a bunch of grown adults in pajamas going to the store to get candy. Um, I love that more. I know. Yeah, Being that's true. Doing I do that. too. That's great. Well, and so the specific story is um, the last Christmas I am now married. And so getting to bring my wife into that tradition and yeah. getting her to change into her PJs and she came with us. And I've got some younger siblings still, so it's still a little bit, a little bit magical, I guess, in the sense that everyone's not thinking about their budget and, and the financial <laughs> side of Christmas. Um, but it was so fun to bring her into that and to get to go with all my siblings. And we, we always go to QT and then we always come home and we always watch Psych, the, the comedy detective show for some reason. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And I remember the first, the first time we did it 15 years ago, it was on an iPod Nano and now we do it on a TV. But, um, but yeah, it, it was really meaningful to me to have something that I kind of taken for granted um, and obviously my wife has her own traditions, but to get to bring someone that I care about so deeply into that tradition, mm. and it, it's it's not anything profound. Like if you were to sit down and plan out a tradition, you probably wouldn't say going to buy chips at the gas station and then watching sure. TV on an iPod. Um, but it was really meaningful, something that I didn't quite realize how much it meant to me um, now that it's kind of persisting into our adulthood and my siblings and I are kind of spreading out and establishing our lives getting married, having kids, et cetera. Um, yeah, that meant a lot to me. And so it's it's those little things that I'm realizing now as I get older mean so much more to me than um, a lot of the things that you know you might traditionally associate with the holidays and, and that might take a little bit more work and stress to make happen. Yeah, it's just so organic. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. the chips and the soda and the candy that you get, but the tradition. <laughs> yeah, not technically <laughs> organic, but the tradition was organic. Right, right. <laughs> And that's so fun. I love a holiday tradition that I have with my siblings as well. We all get together on Christmas Eve, out of towners when they can come, and we have a nice meal, and we open presents that we've had for each other. We um, tell the Christmas story. When the kids were little, we acted it out. It was never reverent. Which would always frustrate grandma. Like, can we just like, and to her, in her credit, like, because I'm a mom too, I'm, she just is like, I know we're a jokey family. Like, and I love that. But could we just like not joke about this (laughs) one thing? Like one thing. The answer is we can't. (laughs) No, we can't. The answer is is, I think everybody tried because we love grandma so much, but we can do it. Um, And (laughs) a a tradition that my sister Gina, who's been on the show, um, did is is we would do our own improvised Sweeney sister routine that was different every year, not rehearsed. That's what we took the most pride in is that we would and that's never during the nativity it. you do this when you no, after. or after. And it's funny just to see like my dad being like, All right, is this still happening? <laughs> how long? Like how how long does this go? Well, as long as it needs to go, mm. Becca. As long as it needs to go. And and sometimes we have costumes and some years we don't. Some years we will try to, you know, predict what's the next song. Because what it is, if you're not familiar with the Sweeney Sisters, is it's a medley of Christmas songs in between, like, little banter. Oh, where so we, this is singing improv. We, oh, yeah, where we oh. tease each other. We'll say, of you know, course, Gina, Becca. it's that time of the year, isn't it? Yes, it is, Lisa. <laughs> like, we're old, like, night 
club that like so performers. Cute. And then we'll start up and then we'll say, okay, we're going to just take it down a little bit, you know, and it always, uh, you know, you never know what song's going to be next, but we try to have like a pun or a joke to introduce the next song because part of the game is trying to see if you know where the other person is going with it. It's always so a train wreck, fun. but we so are, entertain ourselves a lot while, you know, everyone amazing. else kind of rolls their eyes, but, um, but I love it and it's fun. And every year we say, no, no, don't make me sing. We're not going to, no, we're not I, I, doing I, I it this dare. year. We're, uh, we, uh, we're not doing it anymore. Are you ready? Five, six, seven, eight, you know, and so. <laughs> Lisa, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining fun. kind of the. Gina, you know what this makes me feel <laughs> That's like? exactly. What, Lisa? <laughs> you know what that manger is making me feel? A song coming on. A song coming on. So funny. This makes me think, so I think I've told you how my mom, the only thing she wants for Christmas, and she will make this very clear, what she wants as a gift is she wants her kids to sing to her. And Yes, this is know, what I want from my kids. They'll never give it to me. <laughs> never. So I am, I, you have to tell me your mom's secret, how she gets this I mean, done. she's been asking for it for years and sometimes we've successfully done it and sometimes we haven't, but, but she will always say, she was like, you know what I want. She was like, it's one thing. She's like, don't buy me anything. I want you to sing. And she wants to be able to record it, you know, so that she can yes. have it and listen to it when we're not around. But now I'm just thinking, okay, we've been putting way too much thought into this. Like we should yeah. be improvising this. Yes. I will report back how that goes. I'm I'm going to try and implement this tradition. It's let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Like you can really, <laughs> you just start with one and you just try to make it as cheesy as possible. And it just, it, the Christmas spirit carries that. it the rest of the song. That's Lisa, You have to trust That's the process. Beautiful. Lisa, was that you singing the four different harmonies on top of each other? Yeah. Was that what yes, you were doing? Was. I yep, love that. That's what I was trying That's to do. That's great. <laughs> because a lot of times in the middle of a song, I'll say, Gina, I'm down here. Where are you? Are you up here? You you go up here? No, yeah, you go up here. <laughs> like I said, total train wreck. Super fun. So Amazing. Fun. I love that tradition. Okay, so uh, I hope this doesn't get too controversial, but your favorite Christmas only, Christmas specific food or snack. I thought this what was going into politics. I am so relieved yeah. <laughs> that we're talking snacks. Yes. Mine is is simple, but it's in line with uh, our QT tradition. But it's mm. not very Christmassy, but a snack that I only really eat on Christmas is Lay's um, cheddar and sour cream chips. Oh. So they give you the worst breath in the whole world. <laughs> That is true. But they're so good. Yeah. You only I, eat that at Christmas? Yeah. How do you have I, such self-control? <laughs> <laughs> Are we well, saying like you pass them in the store the rest of the year and you're like, no, I think, that is no, that's a for, Yule time. <laughs> that's for snack only. Like weird that they have it in the aisle in June. It's kind of out of <laughs> yeah, season, it seems weird. like. They only grow in December. Got to keep the spirit um, of Christmas alive while you're Right. I, I think it's because my oldest sister loves them. And they're like a, they're not my favorite, but they're kind of up there for me. Um, but every Christmas when we make our trip to the gas station or whatever, um, she's loading up on those chips. So that's when I'm, I'm eating them. So it, but after, you know, 12 years of doing that, it kind of starts to just be a, like you said, Lisa, it's an organic kind of association. So now it's a tradition. Yeah. But yeah. 
I like that. That's a very specific flavor too. Yeah, yeah. I salute you. They're very that. good. They're very good until ten minutes after you're done eating them, and you want to douse your mouth in, in right. Oral B mouthwash. <laughs> totally. It doesn't taste like a diaper in there anymore. <laughs> uh, I love it. I don't know what everyone else eats for Christmas because my family's half Jewish. And so we have a pretty unique, I think, Christmas menu. And that's the morning, the biggest meal of the day is the breakfast. And oh. we have bagels and locks. Ooh, yum. Okay. It's so good. It is so, so good. It's uh, it's locks, which is smoked salmon. And it's oh specifically gosh. the kind that looks, I don't know, you can tell. It's not the kind that's covered in black peppercorn. That's not the, that's not the type. Um, but it's so good. You put it on the bagel with cream cheese. You can layer on tomato, red onion, Yum. capers. Ooh. It's I love a savory breakfast. Divine. Wow. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then later on in the day, we will eat Chinese food. Normally we're making it ourselves, but there's also like a really beautiful thing you can Google, like a relationship between uh, Jewish Americans and Chinese Americans who on Christmas, like, uh, yeah, uh, Jewish people will tend to pat- uh, patronize. That, that, that's the wrong word. They're, they'll go to Chinese restaurants. And so there's like this beautiful little like relationship because that's what we do. So anyway, we eat Chinese food for dinner. It's delicious. And whenever... I look at storybooks of like people eating chicken or duck or whatever they eat on Christmas. I can't relate. Okay, interesting. I don't know when this started. I think I was a teenager. For some reason, I really liked those chocolate peppermint melt-away candies. And I remember we used to get some, I think, for our family from neighbors or somebody and Are we talking about the Andes? Th- like the no, little, but like but kind oh. of like the fancier kind. Oh. But but still just like chocolate chocolate and peppermint like these melt they were called meltaways. And oh. I remember saying for Christmas I want a box of meltaways. Like my own that I don't have to share with my siblings. Did you get it? And I got <gasps> it. And so for Christmas that is the flavor of Christmas. Ooh. So I would always either ask my husband or my kids or let's be honest, I would just buy them for myself so that I have a box of chocolate meltaways just to eat by myself on Christmas. So that is that flavor. And I save it and make sure that I have them. And there's like different kinds and I'm a real snob about them. And there's different, but that chocolate mint flavor for Mm, me is just like, it just feels like indulgent and Christmassy and fun. Yeah, I don't know if I've had those. Almost as Christmassy as a nice crisp cheddar and sour cream. Right, you know, just just universally, everyone knows. Just to balance, everybody crunch knows that's the flavor. Yeah, of Christmas. The, the crunch of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, kind of in the same sense of that, pun intended. What is your favorite holiday smell? Like, I'm so fascinated by, you know, candles. And you know, I always have a scent profile in my home. Yeah, And, that's and right, in my you office. You know, yeah. I'm really into that kind of stuff. And there are a lot of different, and maybe you don't even have one. Maybe this is just specific to Lisa of the Lisa Show. But, you know, what is it that you smell that you're like, ooh, that is, that's Christmas? Okay, I don't know if I can describe this well. I have a famously bad sense of smell. So it's usually what I'm tasting that I'm thinking of. But when I was really young, I was born in, in, and I lived in Detroit. And my grandma lived in Arizona. And we would drive down for holidays every couple of years, which is like a 40-hour drive. It's enormous. Um, so it was a big deal. And my grandma's house, that is the smell that I associate most with Christmas. And sometimes I would catch it, but she's since moved and she does, that smell didn't follow her. But it is the smell of 
it's kind of a combination of the kind of pine Christmas tree smell along with kind of cinnamon, like holiday scented candles that you buy Mm -hmm. um, and old person, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know how to accurately describe, but it's like almost like a peppery kind of, yeah, it's not even like body odor or anything. It's not even, um, it's just kind of like a, like a homey kind of like lived in smell. Um, and so kind of the combination of those three, um, feels like Christmas to me. And it's not something I even smell anymore at Christmas because they don't live there and they now are in a different house. And um, But every once in a while, I'll stumble on like a candle or something in a yeah. grocery store. And it's like, whoa, like you don't even see it coming. And all of a sudden, I'm like feeling all these emotions I haven't felt in, in years. Um, and yeah, it just feels like Christmas. So that's my Christmas smell. Oh, that's a great answer because it's so specific. And it really proves my point that like of all the senses, it's very underrated. Like, but it can bring back memories and it can, you know, uh, connect people together. And I don't know. I (laughs) I love smelly things. (laughs) I love that. When I was, at first I was thinking I didn't have one, but listening to that, I I realized that there is that smell of when you go... and it's just, I don't know. I don't want to make anyone self-conscious, but everyone's house has a smell. Oh, wait, yeah. And does. sometimes that's just a very familiar and homey thing. So I definitely feel that way about the smell of the house. Also, there's a certain smell that I think snow pants will t- kind of take on over huh. time. It's like a little bit of some of the salt, I think, that you're always scattering. And then, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of oil from snow blow or from snow plows or there's just kind of a it's like a pungent twang that you'll get on <laughs> snow pants you'll wash them they don't necessarily smell like sweat but you put on the snow pants and you're like ah yes i'm ready to go out and shovel the driveway so there's that i think about that and then also uh there's i'm remembering now that one of the little hodgepodge ornaments that we have on our tree is something that i made when i was probably like eight or ten with like this lovely lady in our community who had invited me over to make uh these cinnamon i remember we were using cinnamon and applesauce we made ornaments that smelled so good because Mm. they were mostly cinnamon and then i think she baked them or something and uh, they've since been crumbling away and making everything a huge mess ever since but they smell (laughs) so so good and i think about that too Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, you know, it'll come to no surprise, have a lot of different sort of scented oils or oh, yeah. a candle. The, the sure. Lisa Valentine right. Clark yeah, 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 yeah. scented profile. Here it comes. And <laughs> I don't like the overly sweet ones. I like, it's very specific. It's called Holiday Cheer from Target. <laughs> oh, you guys. Okay. But listen, I picked a candle very specifically when my kids were younger from like either Bath or Body or Yankee or I don't know, one of those candle places where I was, you know, smelled all of them. And I was like, no, this is what I want. And it's a mixture because, you know, you you look on the bottom and you can, it'll tell you what it does of like pine and cranberry and a little Mm. bit of cinnamon. And it's, it's this so there's a little citrusy with the pine and just a little bit of spice, like maybe a little clove or, or cinnamon. Anyway, the combination to me, I will always get that out and, you know, like light that candle if I'm just feeling like it needs like a little homey kind of feel like Ooh, around the holidays, okay. especially like when my kids come home for Sunday dinner or something around or come from, uh, you know, uh, for the holidays. I want it to like... You know, right. to set the scene 
with the okay. lighting and the smelling. I think of, I just learned that you can look at the bottom of a candle and find out what the yeah. scent is. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you could do that with a tea bag. Well, like and, and chamomile. So you want to look at the bottom because then I think we're all we all gravitate towards different smells and and obviously like just tastes and things like that. And so if you love it, then look at the bottom because then you'll start to say, "Oh, you're you're predictable. We're all predictable. <laughs> like, oh, we like the uh, like my um, cousin who lives across the street from me, Julie, who's more like a sister than a cousin. She likes the really sweet ones, right? Like, so she likes the sugar cookie and the pecan waffle and the you know like and uh, candy corn that kind of like smells. And you go into her house and it. I love it because it just is like, oh, Julie's here. You know, like I associate that sweet smell like with her scent underrated hero of the holiday season is my point so lisa have you stocked up on this candle or is your yeah fam you have i was gonna say because then your your family christmas is dependent on target keeping (laughs) their stock up to date over time here's the great thing though about like you can find it anywhere you can find it at tj maxx or walmart or whatever you know what i mean because you know that scent that you like you know you can get a pine candle anywhere. You can That's get true. cranberry anywhere. You know what I mean? It's just like the combination. Because I've heard of people who find their like signature scent, their cologne or perfume, and oh, they'll, yeah. they'll buy like 30 gallons of it and just be like, this is me until I die. Yeah. And then when they pass, their relatives will like inherit their smell. They can like keep it. And like, it's anyways, it's interesting. I, um, I know that maybe we've actually oh, even yeah. talked about this a little bit, but I feel like, you know, you've subliminally communicated to your kids, like, <laughs> This means safety. This means the home. This means don't yeah, abandon me in my old age. <laughs> totally. So now, so you have to. You just need to stockpile. You need to have these ready to go. Anytime you're right. In fact, any, you guys, I'll be right back. I gotta go. We gotta, yeah. we gotta handle this now. I gotta, it, now that you said it on the show, it's. <laughs> if any of your kids ever moves anywhere. out of state or moves far away or tension yes. gets high, you just send them a uh, candle and remember it. what it like. What it's like. Just take a sniff. Remember. Oh, yeah. Remember. Remember me, please. <laughs> This has unlocked a Christmas memory for me of a year that one, I just remember my parents, someone gave them a candle. It was a small candle, like a little mason jar sized vanilla candle, and they passed it around the room so everyone could smell it. And as a kid, I remember thinking, this is the best thing I've ever smelled. Yeah. And it was the only, I don't remember what I got for Christmas this year, but I remember that my parents had this candle because I stole it. <laughs> and oh I kept it in my room. Oh my and word. while I was, you know, running mad circles around my room, not going to bed like they'd asked me sure. to do, this was one of the things I would do is I would go deep into the drawer where I'd hidden it and I'd pull out the candle and I would breathe in deep this amazing oh stolen goodness. vanilla Christmas candle. That is hilarious. And finally, my guilt became overwhelmed. <laughs> and I sat my mom down and I said, Mom, I have something to tell you. It's I, a secret I've been keeping. And my poor mom, her eyes got so wide. She's like bracing herself for anything. What am I going to say? And I'm like, and I pull out the candle and I was like, I got, I I took this. And she looked at that. She had forgotten about it. She was like, Where, what's that from? And I was like, it was your Christmas present. And she was like, oh, that's 
fine. Do you want to keep it in your room? Like, oh that, we're okay with that. And I like, and through tears, I'm showing her how one side of the candle had gotten dented because of my, you know, like throwing it around and stuff. And, and I was like, and I damaged it. Maybe this is why I felt so guilty. It wasn't just that I had it, but I dented the candle. Anyway, as a kid, I thought that was going to be such a big deal. It was not. That yeah, is funny. Other Sometimes kids are slipping 20s stealing. out of the mom's wallet when she's not right. looking. <laughs> Like a stealing sniffs from the Christmas good. candle. Stealing sniffs from, yeah, exactly. Sea <laughs> scent is a powerful memory. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> this might be a harder question, but one that I think connects us all is that you always think of gifts around the holidays, of course. What is your one of your favorite gifts or maybe most memorable? Hmm. Um, I can think of a gift. Go for it. Oh, sorry, McKay. Sorry. No, 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 go for no, it. No, you go ahead. Um. No, you. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, so there's this one time, I don't think I'm ever going to top this. One time I totally nailed it and getting a gift for my mom. Of course, it wasn't exactly what she wanted, which we know is for her kids to sing to her. But there was this other thing where one time my mom had a cassette tape of... It was this spontaneous recording that she had of her dad laughing. And it was because when she was a kid, she had needed his help on a homework assignment where she needed him to pretend that he was like some adult that she could interview to fulfill this assignment. He was like, yeah, okay, I'll pretend to be a plumber or whatever you need. But then they're improving this did not work out. And so instead they're just like giggling and laughing. And so you have this like precious little recording of these milk giggles. And he passed away years ago, um, but she had this recording. And one day we had some of the extended family over and she brought up this tape and she's like, guys, look what I have. And I remember she put it in the little, the player, she pressed play and there was that heart-wrenching noise when the cassette player eats a tape. Oh, and no. I saw my mom kind of like whisk it down to the basement to put it back. Oh, well, it's oh, all fine. Man. And I knew like, oh, oh my mom's probably devastated. And I saw her just kind of crying a little bit. And it was, and I remember thinking, there's got to be a way to salvage this tape. And so, uh, and so I took it and I brought it to one of those places where they restore things and they gave <gasps> us back a CD. And so this was my gift to my mom is a CD. I didn't tell her what was on it put it in the player, and she got to hear her dad's voice again. And they had done a beautiful job. That was it. It was totally salvageable. It was restored. But she thought that was gone, and we were able to give it back to her. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. Wow. That's beautiful. I wish I'd gone first. Dang it. (laughs) That's so much better. (laughs) (laughs) But but that was like, that was years ago, and I'm, Ashamed to say that I've never been able to top it, but I mean, oh, I don't know. That was probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite gifts. I was gonna say you might have peaked already. You might all be downhill from here. That's so good. Yeah. Um, Mine is uh, maybe a little bit less heart wrenching. We could edit the order a little bit. It's okay. Um, I'm very excited for a gift I'm going to give my wife this year, but no spoilers. What are you getting? What are you getting her? So she's very into, like, fantasy YA. Um, But she hasn't been able to read recreationally for, like, years, really, because of school. She's just always so stressed about keeping up with school readings. But she finishes this December. Um, And I don't read YA at all. So I delve deep into the Facebook fantasy YA group community 
I joined all these groups that have like 50,000 members and like, honestly, it was all going way over my head. But I put out kind of a call for like, hey, I don't know anything about fantasy. Tell me um, what are like the best first books of series that my wife should read. And I put in all the books that she had to read that she likes. Anyway, so I got a bunch of really good suggestions. I like... I got literally like 800 comments on these posts. And so I I, went, wow. I had to go through and like find the ones that were mentioned the most often to see like if this is actually a good mm-hmm. suggestion, if these people are crazy. So I'm getting her the first book of like five different series and then a gift card to get the books that come after if she likes oh. them enough. And then I'm also getting her the... Uh, the comfy like sweatshirt blanket. Have you guys seen <gasps> yeah. this? Yes. Yeah, yes. one of those. Yes. So it'll be fun. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. That's That's a great gift. I know you wanted to edit this out, but I think we have to keep this because you should show this to her after you've given it to her. All the thought that you're putting into this. This is so cool. That's amazing. When does this air? Is this air December 20th. Okay, we'll see. I'll think about it. There's there's a slim chance it might ruin the surprise. I also love, um, and maybe it's not as fun for you to th- talk about gifts that you've given Lisa, but just you giving your kids the the pinky rings a couple of years ago or last year, maybe. Oh yeah. That that's cool. I just I always think about that. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. So I pinky rings. Okay, so yeah, true. Becca doesn't. Have- uh, I was gonna let me tell you the story. Yeah, also, Lisa, is, you don't have to talk about this if you're not feeling it. No, also. you know what? I love actually talking about it because okay. it was okay. like I felt like it was the first Christmas after Christopher had died. And it was only a few months after he died. He died in June. And so then, you know, it's Christmas and I wanted to do something meaningful for the kids, knowing that it would be a tender day. And Christmas Day has been tender since that. We're coming up on on the third Christmas without him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so something, (laughs) I'm only laughing because about, what was it, seven or eight years prior, uh, maybe 10, Christopher said to me one day, you know what I really want for Christmas? And I was like, what? Because sometimes it's weird. So I'm always like, (laughs) what? And this was no different. And he's like, I want a ruby pinky ring. And I was like. A ruby pinky ring? What? And he goes, yeah, I think they look so cool. And I go, you mean like Stefano Demera on Days of Our Lives? (laughs) Because that's the only... And he's like, no, but like my dad has like a big ruby like class ring. And I'm like, but not a class ring, a pinky ring. And he goes, yeah. He's like, I think a lot of people have... He goes, I just think it looks cool. It looks like stylish and European. And I just think it looks really cool. And that's all. That's all I'm going to say. Like, you don't have to get it for me. But like, I think it'd be cool. So... <laughs> I'm looking at these on Google right now. I know I'm looking at Stefano DeMera on Google too. I didn't. I wow. <laughs> so I thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, we're totally doing this, but I'm not going to, you know, tell him. And my uh, brother-in-law uh, is a jeweler. And so I went to him and I was like, hey, guess what? We're designing a pinky ring. And he was like, oh, I think this is so cool. So he was in on it. We came up with some designs and stuff like that. And I had one made, gave it to him um, on a Christmas. And he was like, this is exactly what I wanted. I'm going to put it on. I'm never going to take it off. And he didn't. And even, this is so sad, but even like when ALS ravaged his body and his his, um, fingers would curl up, right? Like they couldn't straighten 
important or anything. And I remember saying like, oh, I need to take off your rings because he had his wedding ring and then his pinky ring because I don't want him to like cut off your circulation. I don't want him to, you know, hurt you because I can't straighten your fingers. And he was like, no, just leave it on. It's fine. Um. It's my thing. And so we did. And when he passed away, all of the kids, all five kids wanted the pinky ring because it was so cool. They think it's cool, you guys. And cool. And so like indicative of his dad, you know, so signature, so signature, but I wanted it too. So I went back to my brother-in-law, Andrew, who's a, the jeweler. And I was like, so I'm going to (laughs) need, so I'm going to need five more copies. Um, cause I want to keep his ring and then I want to give him, you know, so for the first Christmas, um, after Chris died, I, we had a special, I wanted to do it on Christmas Eve dinner where we just talked about it, talked about grief. And actually it was quite beautiful because I talked about my faith in Jesus Christ, which is totally appropriate on Christmas Eve. (laughs) And just the (laughs) good timing, thanks. And I talked about how Christmas feels a little bit more reverent and it feels a little bit more faithful and less flashy because like I'm banking all of my hopes and desires on faith that, you know, I'm going to see your dad again. And it was really meaningful. And then I took out the rings and put them, you know, on the place and we all just cried. And it was yeah. really like, um, but it was, it was a special family moment. And I remember thinking we can have joy um, if we really like savor this moment right now where we're not just pushing it aside, getting through it. You know what I mean? But acknowledging the pain of being separated but saying, hey, we're going to remember him. And part of that is, you know, put on your <laughs> pinky rings. Yeah. And some of us wear it on our ring finger. Some of us, the um, my older kids wear it on their pinky ring. And we wear it like in family photos and things like that. But that was really sweet. And then, you know, after we had that, then I was like, and then tomorrow is Christmas Day and it's food and presents and fun and joy. And, yeah. you know, you know, like we've acknowledged this and, and your dad wants us to be happy. So it, it was a nice way to, you know, mark the occasion and yeah. And they'll have those forever. I, I, I told them, don't lose them, first of all. <laughs> I was like, these are like <laughs> nice rings. Like, take care of them. But also, this is your family heirloom. This is part of like, you know, starting a family heirloom on Christmas. I, I sort of underestimated how, like, I thought, oh, yeah, they'll give this to their kid. They'll tell their family, their kids, their partners, like, what this means. And this will continue for generations. And so I thought, oh, that's... That's a that's a good Christmas yeah, gift. Yeah, that's so cool because <laughs> it has meaning Amazing behind it. Christmas so. gift. Yeah. that's so awesome. It's not happening this year. I don't know what I'm going to do this yeah. year actually, but we're not, mean, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I mean, you can't perfectly navigate the balance between grief and joy every year. Yeah, so. come on, I did it yeah, that one time. You, you hit it there. No, that's so cool, and it's just so cool for your kids to. I mean, obviously, I mean, and again, you can't do it perfectly all the time, but to have that moment of like. We're going to feel this grief and not pretend like it doesn't exist and acknowledge this, but also be together in it and also, you know, find joy in what we do have and then also be able to kind of say, okay, now let's go have fun. You know, I think that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I can just hear Chris always saying, okay, enough crying. Like (laughs) go watch Elf or something like (laughs) get over it. (laughs) 
and and you still found a space for the grief. I think that's amazing too. Is yeah. setting aside that time and so that you don't necessarily just feel like you're pushing it off all the time. It's so hard to do it's, that. Well, there's this fear, right, with grief that it will swallow you up whole, and you're like, oh, so all holidays are always ruined from right. now on because it's all about the people and our most important person is gone. Is that what it means? And there's this sort of fear it's of like, a threat. Well, yeah, what will it be like? And and listen, I'm not doing it perfectly, but I do want to give my kids permission and myself too of like, oh yeah, we're going to cry. It's going to be hard. And it's mm-hmm. also going to be really funny and joyful too. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just take the pressure off. Yeah. Oh, I so love I don't know. that. That's, That's so inspiring good. to me. I just want to switch gears a little bit. So sure. we've shared the tender and the the celebratory. And now I want to get into the controversial subjects of Christmas because I want to be useful Who are you and voting helpful. for? I know, no, <laughs> not that controversial. <laughs> I, I am curious Do about my chocolate oranges controversial. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because oh, I've got yuck. a take. <laughs> oh, burn them all. What? Chocolate no, oranges? You oh, have to have at least think. one. Oh, no, Lisa. Oh, you guys. <laughs> no. I thought I knew you. Man, what? So you have even, to have a chocolate orange. I can't even orange. do fruit pocky. I just don't think really? that like artificial jellied fruit and chocolate belong in the yeah. same confection. Okay, Unless now it's a you are cherry. You are insulting the entire maternal <laughs> family side of the Bergens oh, right no. there in right. one statement. See, this is what I talk. I mean, controversial. Okay, you have to have uh, some orange sticks, some raspberry sticks, because Aunt Vicky would put it in your package and send it to you to Nebraska, well, and it, that reminded you of your family. Lisa, with no? that in mind, I am rescinding my invitation to Aunt Vicky to come to my Christmas. She is no longer coming. <laughs> So. I will eat some on camera in a video voicemail that we're like, thank you so much, Aunt Vicky. These Thanks, are so Aunt good. Vicky. And then the video will end and I will go and spit them out and I will give them to whoever will appreciate them because it just, it doesn't do anything for me. I only eat it at Christmas, but I do love a chocolate orange or the orange jelly sticks okay. and the raspberry ones. You know what? You're saying no. Chocolate okay. oranges were made with really delicious dark chocolate. Maybe I would feel differently, but I've never had a chocolate orange that wasn't made with kind of like funky tasting milk chocolate. Oh. That felt like it came from a cheap advent calendar. And so I don't... Kinda they waxy. do have dark chocolate do ones. Have, mm, the see, search I love is on. dark chocolate. The if search is on. It can be tastefully okay. done. I'll I'll reconsider that opinion. Okay, this could Challenge be the year. accepted. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But chocolate covered cherries... You'll allow oh, those. Those are amazing. Yeah, yeah no problem good. with okay. those. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, sorry, Lisa, we diverted you. No, no, you didn't at all because I. these are the issues that can drive people apart. This is what the people want. This is what, this the, is what the people want. Okay, for. so yeah. here's an, another uh, controversial issue. Um, do you travel or stay home on Christmas? That is a toughie. Is, is it about family or is it about staying home on the day, like extended? You know, Lisa, that's a funny question because, um, like, I am fairly newly married. We've been married for a few years. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like like right now we're basically probably always going to travel because it's just my yeah. wife and I and our dog maybe. Um, and so it's like uh, us two being alone on Christmas feels kind of, I mean, not bad, but it's just not something we really love to do. But like if we have kids, you know, like when we have a bigger family, I feel like that really changes the conversation. So I don't know. Yeah. 
I just remember getting to a part uh, where, like, my kids and my husband were like, no, you stay in your pajamas all day, Christmas Day, and you don't go anywhere. Yeah. That's what you do. Like, having very strong opinions about that. But other people are like, no, it's the day where you go and visit people. Right. Yeah, that's oh, my, that's like, my family. Yeah. It's you put on the dress oh. shirts and yeah. the, you go to dinner with grandma. And you grandma. go see grandma and yeah. you go see brothers and sisters and you talk about what you got and you go see your parents and— my family, we're homebodies, but now that you say that, it, I guess I've never put myself in the shoes of the people who are coming to our door. Thank you to them. But they, yeah, they show up on Christmas with plates of cookies or they mm-hmm. sing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we do love caroling. We'll go out if we're caroling. Um, because on Christmas Day? I think so. Oh, wow. I oh. think so. But now that I think about it too, I think especially as we've gotten older, we wind down so much by the end of Christmas Day that whatever we've planned, we're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, the light starts to fade. We're lolling about still in our pajamas. Uh-huh. And part of the day is kind of just, yeah, just being on the couch and thinking about your gifts and just hanging out. Yeah. So, Lisa, I'm curious then with you kind of with some kids at home, some kids gone, like what is your stance on travel oh. versus stay at home? Because you're in a very different life situation than I am where it's like totally. for a couple hundred bucks we could travel anywhere in the country. Yeah. You know? I feel that for right now, because I have three adult kids and two kids at home, that I'm still like home base. So I feel like I will stay home and maintain all of these traditions until my youngest is 18 and then all bets are off. Yeah. And so I feel like I just need to stay home and cook food and have all the smells (laughs) and be that place so that like my, I hope that my adult kids want to come over and hang out at my house all day. But if they don't and they've, like, that's their choice. But I just kind of want to be that home base that's like, yeah, come over, whatever you want. We're just watching movies and eating good food and hanging out, whatever you want. Yeah. Well, and it's so, it changes so quickly because, I mean, it maybe, so maybe in five years when, you know, Margaret is in college or whatever, yeah. like, you'll still want to be home base. But five years after that, maybe they'll all have, you know, partners and be in different places in the country. And then maybe you're exactly. going out to them to some middle uh-huh. point. Yeah, That's why I'm saying it's it feels like sort of nebulous after that. But I feel yeah. like for the next three years, I'm home base. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to sort of like change because like you're saying, so many things could change and I could have kids living out of the country. I could live, have kids, you know, yeah, you just don't know. So, but for right now, I, I, I like just staying home and keeping that tradition that Christopher and I had of like, you just stay home on Christmas and just, it's just one day where you're not like doing it, like yeah. rushing around. Yeah, it's not, it's not like Thanksgiving can be for some people where you're so stressed about the dinner and the yes, logistics. Yeah, and making exactly. Sure I just refuse to do that because yeah, I'm sort of a busybody anyway <laughs> and buzzing about. And it's like this one day that where you're like, no, you're just going to stay home. Yeah. Okay. So this last year we experimented as a family with not having Christmas <coughs> on Christmas because we just realized all collectively that it was going to be more convenient if we did it in early January. Uh, just a lot of different factors. I had a brother who was like across the country. He wasn't going to be able to get back until uh, that 
point. And so we planned our whole Christmas, regular Christmas at home uh, for something like January 5th. And it was great. We loved it. It was super fun to have the whole, the world like shut down and people are taking things down and think, oh, my Christmas is still coming. Uh, So that was really fun. But then I think we've unlocked a little bit of a Pandora's box because this year my mom has delegated Christmas to the kids. (laughs) And uh, because now all of the kids are away from home. And so that she said, all right, we're going to have it with you guys. You plan the itinerary. If you want me to cook, I'll cook anything you want, but you have to decide. Give me the plan. You guys are completely in charge. And so we have a spreadsheet and we're we're planning Christmas. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. This was something that started, I think, actually years ago because when so well, I think I mentioned we've we've got half of the family is Jewish and Christmas is definitely a day of gathering for us even where it's kind of like hey not everybody's here for Jesus but we're here to see each other and exchange gifts and um, and I think at one point especially as the kids were getting a little older like not not quite you know in elementary school anymore there was a little bit of a challenge like how do we make this still like because our family like it is it is Christmas and mm-hmm. we were starting to get through realizing. We're not sure what we want our traditions to be, and we want this still to be a meaningful day. Uh, And so my mom, like, brought the kids together, and I think at that point we were 12 and 9 and maybe 15 or something like that. And she said, all right, I I want you guys to plan what we're doing on Christmas Day during the day. Like, you pick— you plan a program. And we were like, oh, okay, this is our job. It's so important. We got to do this. <laughs> yep. And we planned that we wanted to do a little live nativity, which we had never, ever cool. done and didn't really even know how to do. And <laughs> But because the kids were in charge, I think it was really sweet. Even our relatives, you know, who like, hey, this is not necessarily you know, religiously significant for them. They were like, oh yeah, sweet. All right, great. I'll be, hey, I'll be the donkey. Hey, I'll, I'll read from Luke. Give it to me. And and we oh, had- that's so cool. sweet. Everyone pitched in and we put together a very odd looking nativity together, but we did it and it was sweet. And then we, uh, yeah, it, it was just one of those things. So anyway, fast forward. Now my mom's like, all right, guys, you got full reign. <laughs> so our cr- current Christmas plans, it is in January. Again, flights are cheaper. It's convenient, all this stuff. Uh, and uh, the- Current Christmas itinerary includes a lot of laser tag. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. That's but that, yeah. but hey, why not? And I keep asking my mom, I'm like, are you sure this is this okay? Yeah, is this, this okay? And she's like, I want to do new traditions. You guys pick. You, I think, yeah, everyone's having a good time. My mom that's doesn't have so to plan great. anything, but she oh, does want to cook. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. So, Becca, tell me when you guys are doing Christmas in January, what does Christmas, what does December 25th look like for you? Because in my mind, I'd be like, dang, I really would go for a Chick fil A sandwich right now, but everything's closed and Christmas isn't for two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I did last Christmas. Okay. Uh, I mean, usually we're all spread out. I'm not exactly sure what the rest of my family did. I think we call each other at some point Merry Christmas, Merry Real Christmas. Right. And then, <laughs> uh, we try to like, well, I went to a nursing home and just hung out with people there all so day. Sweet. And, cool. uh, and then I went and got Chinese food because you know what? Chinese food is yeah, open on Christmas true. Day. Yep. And that's my tradition. So that's what I did. Yeah. Why don't we have more Christmas? I like this. Yeah. Have yeah. multiple Christmases. Have more Christmases, not less. I do appreciate your time here sharing your stories sharing your controversial takes on things, your Christmas hacks. I really feel like we've covered a lot of ground here on this special edition of The Lisa Show. Any parting words, last minute advice or or wishes? 
for the Christmas season? I've got one. Do a show and tell. Tell people you're going to do it and invite them to share their, like, hey, this is a little video of something I did this year, things they're proud of. It's amazing. Everyone will have something, and it's a beloved tradition. Oh, what a great idea. I love it. Um, I would just say it's a very cold time of year. There's a lot of people that um, are out on the streets. So I was just looking at this week, um, there's some cool organizations around me that are doing drives for even just like old pants. Um, So yeah, I would encourage those listening to look into what's going on around you, see if you can get rid of some old clothes and help some other people. So, Oh, that's so great. And I will just say to be in the moment with the people that you love, that sometimes for whatever reason that can be kind of hard and sometimes the holidays can be stressful, especially if you're the one in charge or or planning it. But don't forget that the reason why we're doing all of this is for that connection. So just try, and if that means simplifying or if that means changing traditions or whatever, do it um, so that you can really connect and be in that moment. The Lisa Show is a production of BYU Radio. The show is hosted by Lisa Valentine Clark and is produced by McKay Menden, Becca Hurley, Tabitha Freitas, Michael Combs, Kaya Dibb, and Brooke Soldani. Our music and post-production was done by Sam Clausen and Josh Fouts. If you haven't heard it already, our entire self-care series is available now. If you know somebody who needs to take better care of themselves, please send them our way. <laughs>